You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? I'm doing very well, Steve. Thank you. Yep. Good. Yes, I'm enjoying enjoying myself at the moment with all things that are going on in the family. We've got lots of things happening in the family and uh, good things. And how are you uh, coping with the weather? You you're out and about much? Yeah, we are. Um, we're, we're very lucky, really. Down here, we have um, we we have the good and bad, obviously, but. When we get the weather forecast and I check it up and think, oh, cloudy, cloudy, rain, rain, cloudy, cloudy, rain, oh, dear. It doesn't work out that way. We get intervals of sunshine and, you know, you pick – we haven't really been caught in a shower for a long time. I mean, you know, we kind of pick our times, obviously. Uh, But, uh, no, we're very – I'm not – down here, again, this the Isle of Thana is, is kind of a bit of an exception. We've always said that. So, um, it's its own little get, ecosystem, isn't it? Absolutely. And uh, it's a lovely place to live. Thank you. <laughs> I ain't going to move away. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't anyway, but I wouldn't from the, from the weather point of view. Very lucky since we've been here. Nearly 40 years now, Steve. Been down of course, here. yeah. Next year will be number mm. forty. It will be. Wow. So uh, we haven't got fed up with it yet. <laughs> um, you've been busy this week. You sent me uh, an updated picture, which we will talk about a little bit later on. Uh, a work in progress. Um, mm. But we thought we'd kick off the podcast with a question that came in on our Facebook group, and is a really interesting question. And I actually don't think in all the episodes of this podcast we've actually talked about it, possibly, no. but it doesn't come to mind. Um, no, I don't think we have. No. Fantastic question. And the question was, how do you know which details to draw um, on an outline drawing? Because um, mm-hmm. you can have a, a fairly detailed reference photo um and it's got to be hard to choose how much or how little like you draw Hmm. of that onto your your paper um so let's just talk about that is it something that you were conscious of in the beginning of how much you should draw Mm -hmm. did you draw too much definitely oh yes when i first started out um i used to draw everything um because i was new you know and and on the square drawing side which i've always used as you know um you, you you see those details as you're going through the grid system you see those details you so you put them in gradually though um over the years i've put less and less and less in and people can see that if they look at the sometimes i put more detail than others it just depends on on the intricacy of the subject you know, if it's a tiger, you've got to put all the stripes in. You know, if you're a leopard, you've got to put all the spots in. These are the sign of things you've got to do. But if you were doing a, a, an animal like a dog or a cat, that very often, and this is a tabby cat, that's the other exception to the rule, um, you tend to be um, leave it to the pastel pencil to organise and sort out. And uh, so... Uh, 
nowadays I don't do so much drawing Would sometimes you? and people will see it there's if they see especially if you're working on the um the paper the dark papers you know that I've got that had because it's very hard to um draw with the um or, or transfer should I say with the white trace down so that's probably helped me a little bit in terms of I've because I can't um, put so much detail in, I just put the general outlines and then fill it in with the pastel pencil. So how many fur markings would you put in? I know for a tabby or for a tiger, something that has a lot of markings, you would put those in. But if it was a cat or a dog that just had a few markings with the fur, would you put those in? Um Half and half, really. I would put the obvious ones in. For instance, we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about a picture late, later in this podcast. And it, it, here you've got, sometimes you've got separations between colours. In this case, we've got sort of the reddy brown and the white. Now, you've got to kind of indicate that, really, on the square drawing, when you're, when you're drawing it out. You've got to indicate that so you've got some idea of where to go. It's no good going ahead and putting all the orange on and then finding, oh, dear, I've gone over the white because it's difficult to get that back again. Um, not quite so bad the other way, but you wouldn't do it the other way either. You wouldn't put, if you've got too much white in an area that you're going to be using an orangey colour or a browny colour, you're going to have a problem. So when that happens, you've really got to have some kind of line or indication on your drawing, on your original drawing, to separate that. That's that's a criteria to me, how it works. When it doesn't matter too much, when you're looking at different tones, then you can sometimes, don't. I don't bother to do that, because I can do that with a pastel pencil. It's a difficult one, and I think people have to work it out for themselves. We've been talking mostly about animals here. Um, How does it differ across different subjects? Now, obviously, landscapes have to be detailed, um, but things Mm. like um, portraits and um, like Mm. wild animal landscapes or just just other pictures still life, does it translate, uh, does it change depending on the subject you're doing and the amount of detail that you draw in? Hmm. Well, with, with human portraits, it's probably the most important um, area where you've got to be accurate. I, I think, and I've seen pictures of other people, you know, have done, and, uh, I mean, professional people have done, and you can look at it and think, it's not quite right, they haven't got the eyes quite right or haven't got a no, or something about it isn't quite working now i've always let, been led to believe and uh, and always practice myself to be absolutely accurate with the things that matter like the eyes like the nose like the mouth like the shape of the head for instance or and, but beyond that you can get away with a lot as again people have seen my work they've seen the, the line drawing that i've done but if there's, um, uh, you know, you, you've got to be careful that you don't put too many lines in. It's difficult to get them out very often if it's a, a graphite. Or you've got to rub them out, and I don't like doing that. So I put the minimum amount of, of uh, detail in. But on portraits, it's really, really important to get those features accurate 
If you don't get them accurate, you're not going to work out. Very often you get a, a shape of a nose, for instance, especially if it's forward. You're, you're looking at it on a forward, so you don't have any obvious lines. You've got to make those lines up. It's better not to put them in. That's the bridge of the nose, particularly. Don't put it in. Just put the nostrils in and the where the eyes, and then you have to work out where the nose goes. Because if you put lines in, it's hard to get the lines out of it. Mm. That makes sense. But that's basically, basically that's it. Shape of the head, definite, and eyes, nose, mouth. You wouldn't worry Once about hair or anything like that because no, 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 the, no. the pastel pencils do no. that. Absolutely. Hairline, very, yes, that's a good thing to be. You'd, you'd put the hairline in, but you'd only just indicate that, not necessarily with a line, but maybe a few little short strokes so that you know where you're going. And, and I think the same applies for a landscape. You wouldn't draw each individual brick in. You would allow the pastel pencils no, no. to do that, but you would do the outline of the building and the doors and windows. Outline of the building, that's right. Yeah, horizon line. If there's a distant hill, then you could draw that in. Uh, a tree, tree um, uh, trunk and main branches, but not the, all of them. And the rest of it, the foliage, definitely would have to be done. You can't draw that in. Hmm. Sometimes you can indicate where you want it to go, you know, and, and people have seen me do that. Just a few little squiggles to say where I'm going to go up to because it's so easy to lose your, lose your way and end up going too high or too low. Hmm. But um, so the, the outline drawing is a critical thing to do and to get it uh, as accurate as you can in the case of portraits and animals, but not so important for landscape, except buildings, of course. If you're doing a building and it's a, a, a proper building, then you've got to get that pretty accurate. You've got to get the perspective right. And sometimes that is better done with the uh, square drawing system. You can see that better than trying to do it by eye. Fantastic. Fantastic. I think that's really good uh, information. And like I said, something that I don't think we've covered before. So I hope that helps anyone out there that may have been wondering, um, but specifically for those in the Facebook group that have uh, seen that post. Um, I hope that mm. is helpful. Mm. Uh, and if anyone would like to join the Facebook group, then just search for the Colin Bradley School of Art students on Facebook and uh, send a request in to join the group. You do have to fill in some questions and agree to the group rules and you will be allowed into the group. OK, let's move on to the picture that you started this week. And it's one you were talking to us about last week. I think you teased it. And uh, I, I love the the progress you're making on it. I think it's a beautiful picture that you've chosen um, and mm. something quite uh, unique because you've done a fox in a landscape uh, or in a setting before, but the fox was a bit more of a main focus. This looks like it's got a lot more going on around it. Mm, absolutely. This is the reason I did it. Um, I'm half now regretting it, to be honest, because... <laughs> I've done the fox, that's all finished, as you know, and I've just started the landscape area, and that is, a, wow, that's a mammoth job. I wouldn't say it's going to be a difficult job, it's a long process, and uh, I mentioned in the video just a little while ago while I was doing it, um, this is going to take me a while, 
people obviously won't see all of it. They're only going to see the highlights of it but and the important bits. But it's going to be a lot of filling up work. Uh, but I'm going to enjoy it because I always do with, um, with when I've got trees. Uh, and it was an experiment, to be honest, to start off with. And I wondered whether I was going to find that the um, it was too much. Now, something like this is always um, difficult to assess whether it's going to work um, as well as I hoped it will in entirety. Now, what I mean by that is if I find that there's too much foliage, there's too much background, effectively, and the fox is not sitting as well as it should do within that, what I may have to do, and uh, I'll let you probably next week, I'll tell you um, whether it's going to work this way, I cut it down. Don't cut the fox out, the fox stays, but cut the background down so that we have less of it. See what I mean? Yeah. You can't add it on, but you can take it off. So this was this was my this was my idea when I first started. I said I'll do the whole thing, but it may be, and I've told you I've done this before, as you know, um, uh, with other pictures. I can cut it back, so the presentation is going to be fox with a little bit of background, or fox with a lot of background. Mm. How do you approach something like this that has a lot of repetitive techniques and a lot of repetitive colours? Um, you mm. said that you find it interesting because it's foliage and that in itself is a challenge. Um, but what would be your advice to people going ahead? Because it, it must seem daunting when you're at this stage to see all of that foliage and think, how on earth is this mm. going to take ages? How on earth are we going to do this? Well, first of all, you've got to have the patience to be able to do it in the first place. There's no point in doing it. If you if you think you're not going to be able to cope with it, don't do it. You can still do the fox, and you can cut it down before you start. Say, I'll just put a little bit of background in. It'll look really nice. I felt, when I saw the picture originally on Pixabay, I was struck by how lovely it looked. It, it was a very peaceful. The fox was relaxed. It, it it just worked for me as a whole. And I probably wouldn't have done it at all if it hadn't been for the fact that I I, I loved the setting that it was in. Uh, so I wouldn't have said, oh, I'm going to do that fox and I'm going to just do a little bit of background because I've done foxes before. There's no point in, in completely doing it again. But this was a different, this was a, a different take on it. And I'm hoping it's going to work out exactly as I want. But you're right, there's a lot of foliage. It's a lot of uh, same old, same old, same old job. But what I do is try to vary it a bit by bringing different colours in. And the picture that I'm working with, I mean, you can see that. You probably can't see it very well on, on the screen. But um, there's, there's a lot. There's not so much colour in it as I am going to put in it. So I'm going to add colour. And that makes it more interesting. I can put tones in there that work. But again, you've got to be really careful that you don't make the background prettier than the fox. Mm. See what I mean? You've got, so you've got a lot of, to think about when you're doing something like this. But this is what, this is what artwork's all about. It's about, especially when you're doing at the sort of level that we're doing it now, you're looking at it and thinking, is it going to work? Well, I'm going to do all I can to make it work. 
you've started in the top right hand corner on the right hand side wouldn't you normally work mm. left to right um probably i would but the reason i started there is because i wanted to experiment that 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 area you see is an experimental area mm. uh and uh i knew that if it didn't work out i'd alter it but what happens is you've got to make sure, and I couldn't, I couldn't really do this with um, the graphite. Uh, so I was working on the, the dark grey pastel mat, so it had to be um, the, um, a, a, the the um, white line, the white trees, the tree, white trees, the white lines that I put on the for the um, trees. Couldn't stay there. As soon as I put the background on, they'd disappear. See what I mean? So I had to, I couldn't put graphite on. It wouldn't work. So I had to use a 175, which is a very dark uh, gray, browny gray sepia, uh, to draw those trees in. And then I put the background on top of them. I couldn't put them underneath because if I'd put them in, then I wouldn't have got the trees on. You see what I mean? Mm. It's which comes first, the chicken or the egg, or which comes first, the trees or the background. Uh, so I, I, I've done this before, and I knew that what I had to do. So they look really hard, dark, don't they? Mm. But um, I've gone, I've done all that now, and uh, they weaken a lot. Mm. They, they weaken to the point where they're, they're faded out almost. But had I not put them as strong as that, they would have disappeared. And yeah. then I would have had to, I'd have to guess the trees. And you see what I mean? I didn't want to do that. I wanted to set the trees up before I started. Mm. That's really interesting. I like seeing the sort of work in progress shots. Uh, it gives mm. us a lot to talk about and a, a good idea of, um, you know, it, it, people will see when they see the class. But at this point where we can talk about it, um, it's nice to show people the um, mm. sort of area that you're working on next and um, and why you're making the decisions you are, like you said, with the trees. It's interesting. Well, what I'll do next time because it is a long job and it's going to take I, I don't honestly think I'm going to be able to finish it before next week so that means that next week you're going to get another picture with update photo, a picture that um, where I am so far how, I've got, how I'm getting on but it's going to be interesting to see perhaps those three different pictures and then finally the finished one yeah, uh, and put them together. I think it's sometimes a good thing, and probably I'll do this again if I have a, like I did with the turtle. The turtle was very interesting. I'm sure people found that fascinating to see it and then see it finished. Uh, so this is going to be exactly the same to see how it, I can progress with it. I'm as excited as as uh, everybody else would be because I don't know what it's going to look like. So I have to, especially with foliage and trees and tree trunks and so you have to you can't copy anything you've just got to copy the idea but you can't copy it you try doing that and you're in trouble you could ask well what what happens when um people want to do this picture they've got to copy mine again they wouldn't they copy the fox but they wouldn't be able to copy the trees and that it, they'd have to copy the idea that i'm giving them and do it themselves Interesting. interesting though isn't it yeah really interesting and uh i i think that's shaping up to be a good one and i'll look forward to seeing uh um 
what the next stage is and perhaps we can mm. talk about that next week and how you found it um sure as we as you've gone on lovely stuff excellent well great discussion um as always if you have any questions anything you want us to discuss then just drop us an email or get in touch with us via the many different ways you can nowadays with technology and we'll discuss it on the podcast um we'll check back in next week to see how you're getting on dad with that fox mm-hmm. picture mm-hmm. and um in the meantime look out for more new classes uh, coming every week to our website there's lots more still to come and keep an eye on our facebook page and our group for all the updates but you can also find them on our website brilliant great okay i did see the um the harvester is coming, isn't it? The combine harvester. Yes. I, I love doing that. That was a great picture. I hope it's as successful as um, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I, well, the reaction's been good so far, and it, it is a really nice, bright picture. Um, so I hope we get mm. to see some people uh, do that class, because uh, it is a mm. really lovely one. And, um, yeah, it's, it's also good because it, it uses all the 24, uh, well, 22 of the 24 pencils in your set. Yes, that's So right. ideal that's for right. anyone that has got that set. Um, yeah, it's a good challenging picture. Lovely. Great. Excellent. We'll leave it there for this week then. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Find hundreds of art classes online at colinbradleyart.com.